On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if Mike enjoys being punished when he's forced to watch Morbius, if Superboy enjoys being rescued on this week's Young Justice Phantoms, and if Morph enjoys actually doing something for once on this week's X-Men The Animated Series. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. And welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only podcast that covers every live-action TV show based on a comic book and the cartoons that we deem not for stupid babies. I'm your host for the evening, Mike Gravano. With me, as always, is Ryan. Let's not forget about Mike uh, movies and comic books. Oh, we also cover a lot of movies. <laughs> we're doing them all tonight. And very few comic books. But yes, we're doing all the mediums that matter tonight. That's crazy. Uh, thank you for having me here. Um, if I didn't show up, you would be alone. Uh, your other two panelists are gone, and so I'm assuming I, that you want me to just do impressions of all three of us for, throughout the night? Yes. Could you give me a Cassie mildly perturbed? No, I'm not going to do... What do you mean? I'm not going to do Cassie. Why, why would you say that? You're great. I think that was great. I'd give it a 9.5, The what would bring it to a full 10. You didn't apologize. Oh. LOL, I'm sorry. I, I guess show Cassie doesn't apologize. That's that's just behind the curtain, real Cassie. Uh, and now do a very excited Caitlin. No, I'm sorry. I don't want to hear that. Uh, a real distraught, bummed out Caitlin. Hey, Mike. I just heard a thing, and I'm so sad about it. <laughs> what are you eating there? Uh, this is a full plate of the biggest nachos you've ever seen. Not just a lot of toppings, but each chip is bigger than any chip that you've ever seen. And it's the coldest nachos I've ever been. I'm getting word. Hey, Caitlin, why don't you eat your nachos at a different time? I'll eat my nachos at nacho time, which is now. All right. Let's not hear from them the rest of the night. Uh, I do want to ask you, because uh, fuck it. Normally, Patreons, when we get behind the curtain, show a little leg. Uh, but let's do it right here. Uh, the girls aren't here because they're at a Angels game. Yes. And my wife asked me, how hurt is Ryan? That he is not also invited to that Angels game. Why? Because I have... Uh, Angels, for, for our listeners, Angels is a sporting team yes. from Orange County, California. Occasionally, they're in the outfield. Uh, that happens every once in a while. Move your arms. Everyone's moving their arms up and down. Go ahead. I will sit here and wait. Um, occasionally, in the past, I have been known to be an Angels uh, rooter for her. I we've been friends for almost a quarter of a century, and I can't think of a day where you're not wearing Angels... <laughs> paraphernalia not just the baseball team though also the heavenly body you often wear the halo and i'm biblically correct so it's a bunch of eyes and chains coming out ryan's been scary for years (laughs) uh but no it's fine uh first of all they did not invite me and uh (laughs) probably because they wanted the show to go on they knew that uh, a mike solo show would be worse than a han solo show uh show like the movie solo no, uh, if if it was a Mike Solo show, I would be doing my impression of Han Solo the whole hour. But also, let's be clear that the reason that they're there, I don't know if this makes them look better or worse, is because the Angels did not have a home game on May the 4th. 
So tonight is their Star Wars night, and that they're dressed fucking, up like. I wonder if that shows about old Ben Kenobi came out today. It did, and instead of watching it, we're doing this. Not at an Angels game. Not watching uh, old Ben Kenobi, young Ben, young old Ben Pope Kenobi, <laughs> but we're here talking to each other, and I wouldn't uh, have it any other way. Neither would I. I was about to hit play on that show today, and instead I said, "Nope, I'm going to watch X Men Evolution." <laughs> Look, I am a Disney Plus try like diehard, so I'll stay in that streaming service. But plus, once you've entered into a streaming service, like to hit back and wait for your TV to then oh, go back. Fuck, are you kidding me? Go to the me? home screen. Now um, I'm gonna read for half an hour while it loads up. Shocking, Caitlin's and Cassie's the world around. Obi Wan Kenobi is not in our preview. It's not a show based on a comic book, even though they every time it's- a Star Wars show comes out, they're shocked that we're not covering it. But. but- all I've heard is, um, yeah, it's, there's some good parts. I'll watch it. But I, as much as I loved Mandalorian first two seasons, uh, I bailed out on Boba Fett. And so now I'm like, uh, yeah. I'll have the flu someday. Mm-hmm. And then I'll watch the story about old young Ben Kenobi. Instead of How I Met Your Fucking Mother for the 40th time, Mike. Jesus Christ. Ryan, I did start How I Met Your Father. And, and? I got to tell you, it made me cringe less than when I started rewatching How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Well, stuff that's made in 2022 will often do that. Less gay panic. Mm-hmm. For sure. Do you remember back when gay panic was all the rage on sitcoms? In the meantime, me and you, two straight dudes, were just kissing each other all day long. <laughs> yeah. Just at the disco. They called us gay panic at the disco. Worth it? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're asking everyone at the disco if that was worth it. <laughs> was it worth it? And everyone was like, no, you told us we couldn't dance until you finished doing this. Absolutely, it wasn't worth it. Why would you, obviously, why would you even ask us here, the patrons of the disco, if that was <laughs> worth it? That was awful. Patrons at the disco. Uh, that, if you're liking this vibe so far, get ready for that the rest of the night. Uh, oh, and 100, uh, 100 episodes of the OCD still online. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys, you should go check out those 100 episodes. And also, very soon, a secret episode of something we can't talk about. Yet. Man, there's a secret episode coming out in two to five years that is going to blow that people's minds. Relatives are asking me when it's coming out. I'm like, I've been podcasting for 12 years. You don't give a shit, but now? <laughs> <sighs> Tonight, we are talking about none of the things we've already talked about. Uh, instead, it is Young Justice, The Flash, Heartstoppers. But first, Ryan? Uh-huh. It's Morbin time. <laughs> Ryan, now is the time of my discontent. Hey, Mike, did you uh, hear the ladies with gumption interview that I had last week? I did. What do you think? It was. I thought you did a great job. I thought they did a better job. Locked down an interview, though, didn't I? You did lock down an interview. I'm very proud of you. Ryan, I did not lock down an interview. No. And so I am therefore publicly punished. I am in the virtual stockades, which means... Uh, I have to watch a superhero movie of the entire age of cinema of your pick because I did not get an interview. Like, do you remember when that superhero train came right at the audience and everyone freaked out? Everybody freaked out just because it was a super train with a cape on. And they said, I'm going to run a super train on all y'all. And uh, freaked out. Like, I'm so excited to get you to explain this movie because the so internet what- is all about this movie. We're going to talk about the reaction to the movie. And sure. the reaction to Shrek and what the fuck the internet means and do they have any idea what's good anymore? Is it all lost? Can I start? You may. 
The next chapter in Sony's universe of Spider-Man characters, Morbius publicly went through several directors and seven release date changes before Morbin time descended upon the world in April 2022. With a rushed and tired plot of good Morbius versus bad Morbius, phoned in performances, and a ham-fisted Michael Keaton two-scene ending. Mike, bud, I ask you this. Did you actually watch this movie? I fucking watched this movie. Guess my what, you son of a bitch? Was dug into my couch. So I couldn't use it. What? Did you watch it too? G- guess what, you son of a bitch? You fucking old fashioned son of a bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> I watched this movie. Why? Why would you do that? Just like when I watched Fantastic Four Stick with you yeah you said why would you ever do that to yourself and then you turn around let me tell you about my best friend i'm not doing this again next time you're being punished i'm not watching the fucking movie next time yeah. i'm being punished i'm not watching the fucking movie i'm just saying that <laughs> right you know i will <laughs> right up uh yeah i fucking you fucking son of a bitch mike let me ask you this has sony learned nothing from its past mistakes and their spider attempts it, it, with with uh perfect airplane movies venom and Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. I thought they had learned. They're like, we're not going to make a good movie. We're going to make fucking weird movies to make you chew on it while you're on the airplane. Weird? Weird sounds so good. Weird is good. We're going to get Tom Hardy eschewing his uh, bad boy good looks and any of his talent and just being a gonzo double fucking two-hander with Venom. Hey, just so you know, um, my client, Tom Hardy, uh, he had... Uh, a script for a World War II movie and this superhero movie and a serial killer movie. And he switched all three performances and we don't know which one he's going to give in your movie. So good luck with that. Bye. Put them in a blender as if they were some sort of tender heart. Uh, There was none of that here. There was no, there was no fun. There was no gonzo weirdness. It, this, this truly felt like early two thousands superhero movies. Do you know what truly sucks about me watching this movie, other than you being a son of a bitch, is that um, while I was watching it, my wife came down, and she did recognize it to be terrible, Mm -hmm. but she just walked in and out of a scene or two, but didn't didn't think it was that much different than her what she thinks of as typical, not just superhero movies, but like CGI blockbusters. Um, Let me just say that this was so much worse. And I've heard a lot of people say that, like, it's so inoffensively bad. Like, it's just so inoffensively bad that, like, it's mediocre. That's not true. I, no. It, it's been 30 years since I've seen a movie this fucking trash. I would call this the Catwoman of 2022. I totally disagree. You think Catwoman's better? I think Catwoman's weirder. Do you remember Cat that Catwoman catier. basketball scene? Where That's at, true. At least we could just be like, what the fuck was that? This was so... Zombie paint by numbers bullshit. The only person who thought it could be Catwoman playing basketball, Daredevil and Electra flirting on the set, uh, the the fucking uh, what are those called? Teeter totter. <laughs> uh, was Matt Smith? I would say the only time this was came sort of watchable, only in the way like the room is watchable, is Matt Smith was like, and I'm the bad Morbius now for no reason. His 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 his, his motivations made no sense. Uh, also, Matt but, Smith was the biggest proponent of. There's just some movies where, like, and Mike, forgive me throughout this tangent because it's going to get weird for you. But uh, some movies just really demand that you know the character's first name. 
Like uh-huh. we we just want the we want to make sure the audience knows what this person's first name is. And so Matt Smith the whole time was like, "Is this what you wanted, Michael? Michael, Michael Morbius? Is that you, Michael?" No, he didn't say Michael Morbius. Do you know for a movie called Morbius, how rarely they said that fucking name ever in this? I think maybe once, and they scra- the movie should have been called Michael because they said that a lot. I honestly. I like I picked this movie, or actually the girls did. I I wanted you to watch a different terrible movie. The girls forced this upon you, and then they hate me. You turned into me or us. But I uh, I think that this is so much worse than so many bad movies I've seen. And what kept popping up is Green Lantern. Mm. I guess Fantastic Four, which you talked about, is like a notoriously bad comic book movie. But uh, another one is Green Lantern, and throughout all of Fantastic Four. And even Green Lantern, I saw swings and misses. I saw mm-hmm. things that they tried to do. I've, I can't remember since I was a kid and they had to pump up genre bullshit, pump out genre bullshit like 10 a week. Have I seen anything closer to let's just get to the end of the movie? None of this matters. Well, and that, that's why this feels so much like Sony flubbing it. And, and by that, I specifically mean Amazing Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man 2 is I don't give a shit. Me, I'm the producer now. I don't give a shit about this movie. All right, Captain I give a Phillips. shit about the dollar signs and the big movie. Because there's been a lot of ill-fated attempts at mid-credit and post-credit scenes, and never has something made less fucking sense than Michael Keaton. And he, he made more sense in the trailer than he did in this. Than him showing up in the first post-credit scene, just being like, hey, this prison's weird, I hope the food's better. And then in the next present scene, he, or next post credit scene, he suddenly has all his gear and him and Morbius, and he just says, "Hey, I think the six of us should hang out sometime." And Morbius just goes, "Yup, I hate Spider Man too." And then they high five. Matt Singer from uh, Screen Crush wrote a lot about the difference between the trailers and the movie, which is clearly, <laughs> like I mentioned in the intro, uh, proof of just constant retooling. Like we well, sh- Daniel we Espinosa, the director, had no idea that when the trailer came out, he also, for the first time, saw the Spider-Man murderer graffiti and saw Michael <laughs> Keaton saying, hey, Mikey, you I'm and me the- should stay in touch. I'm the director of this film, and I am just seeing this for the first time. Um, did you know that in, the, in some of the original trailers, Tyrese, the cop, and mm-hmm. we, we have to get to the cops and what the fuck they were doing in this movie, uh, had a, a robotic arm? What? Yeah. That his character just I would was love a, to see that. a cop on the on the edge with an arm that was robotic. How are you going to take Tyrese, a man who cannot act, but God damn it, can he turn dumb lines into charm? That is his role in the entire Fast and the Furious franchise. No, no, it's his and, role. Period. Like, and have him be like, "Hey, you know how you're good at throwing excitement in this movie? We'll have no character who's excited about anything. So you have to be the least charismatic thing that's ever been on screen. You're the stoic guy." We got you to be the tough, stoic guy, like the cop from Dexter. And then, have we, as a society, wasted uh, somebody more talented than Al Madrigal? No. Who he's, is just there? Like, Why do I love him, Ryan? Remind me at this point, because it's been so long I can't remember. He was a uh, really good Daily Show correspondent. Okay. At, that had a promising future, like so many of them did. Some of them turned it into billion-dollar careers. Mm-hmm. Steve Carell, John Oliver... Um, Colbert uh, and Madrigal. I think he was on a lot of failed pilots that I enjoyed. Sure, he, back when I watched a lot of failed pilots, he was also in uh, the Ben Affleck basketball movie, The Way Back, which we did a I podcast did like about. That. He it, showed up in that when we kicked off our pandemic 
run of pods where should we do this on Zoom? Is that weird? Is that weird if we do that? Uh he was sort of allowed to tell jokes sometimes, but none of them felt like jokes. They were on the shape of a joke. Oh, it was all like, wow, this is stinky, or talk to the hand. Oh, a crazy line. I don't think he says it. I do think it's Jared Leto who's saying the pretty little stinky pinky right before he breaks a gangster's pinky. And that's disgusting. That feels like an actor's ad lib. Uh, and this, this is the line also from the trailer where bad joke, but at least I kind of like is I'm Venom. No, I'm just your friendly neighborhood Dr. Michael Morbius. They cut that part. So for no fucking reason, in the middle of the movie Morbius, he just says, I am Venom, and then they move on. Why would he say, I am Venom, Ryan? I didn't know. I thought, like, I am Venom, like, I am the poison that lies in a snake's fangs. Is that what you're saying? Or I am a different character from this world? The the whole I think like he's saying, no, I'm that guy from San Francisco. The whole thing in the trailer of, like, I'm just playing with you. I'm not Venom, the other character from this universe. I'm I'm somebody else. That's not funny, but it does make sense and it has a conclusion. It's not what this is, which is that 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 that. What what? <laughs> it it. Uh, the, the he he even before and maybe they did this on purpose. Even before Jared Leto's Michael Morbius uh, is a vampire, he is not somebody who knows how humans are. Uh, nothing he does or interacts with is human, even though this is the most just normal dude Jared Leto has ever been in a movie. I uh, He tries to attract a cat by shaking kitty litter. Cats aren't attracted to kitty litter. That's just where they poop. It's like, I want to attract a human. I'm going to shake a big bag of toilet <laughs> <No>. water. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I, I know the world has been unkind to him, parts of the world, bubbles of the world, but I'm going to go, like, this is what I believe the whole time even though this person has an Oscar, it's not that he's overrated. It's that he's bad. I think that he's, he's bad, bad at the job. He is yes. not... Here, let me... Think about Jared Leto, and then let me say three more words to you. Mm. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm. They have the same job. One of them has That's won dumb. more Oscars. Do you think that Jared Leto is talented at this? No. I think he's a pretty boy, pretty boy singer... And stumbled into fucking acting. Philip Seymour Hoffman does have an Oscar. We'll okay, good. get that clear. But uh, he like I don't I don't think he's good when he is doing this shit where he's like, oh, I'll just do one for my children. I don't think he's good when he's doing like Oscar shit. I don't think he's. I think I've never watched someone act so capital A act so right. hard when they act. Uh, I don't. At some point, a group of people were like Jared Leto. He's really good, and then we all just. Bought it. Ta- it's not talented people true. don't have to send their co-stars dead rats and used condoms and shit. But so he, he I, I did read. He, this is the character that is closest to him, and so it's like, oh, you're boring and still an arrogant <laughs> asshole. That all tracks. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. And also, he drinks like that. I can see it's not just blood that Jared Leto <laughs> drinks with two fucking Gatorade, tight milk. fists wrapped around bags of blood, shoving it into his mouth. Yeah, it, ecto coolers, anything. Get jugs, gallons of milk. You, you, you talked about, and we do have to get out of here soon. You talked about uh, the internet's reaction. I think this is the first in in history. We'll forget the irony attached to it and be like, "Wow, people like this trash movie." I think anytime people are saying Morbius is good, they are making fun of how fucking bad it I is. I agree, but I do think I'm also nervous though that that's not how Sony sees it, and we're about right. to get a Morbius too because of that. Oh yeah, for sure. 
we're gonna get Michael Keaton, Morbius, Thelma, and Louise. Oh, Jesus, that Michael Keaton stuff, like it. it they learned nothing because that Michael Keaton stuff was the same thing as a villain. We barely had time to know he was always in the shadows and had a hat on, just walking around and seeing accoutrement of the Sinister Six and the Amazing Spider-Man Two. It's the same. They've they've literally learned nothing in ten years. So based on the trailers that we think we remember, was Michael Keaton like a major part of this movie, and they moved him all to the after credits? No, stuff? I think he was supposed to be in the jail scenes with Jared, and. More naturally, they interacted. For for Spider-Man to never be mentioned and Vulture to show up and be like, hey, weird shit's going on. I think it's Spider-Man's fault. For me, and it's Jared, Spider-Man. For you, whatever. And Morbius is just like, yeah, I'm interested. Why? Why are you interested in any of this old guy? Eat him. Because it would have made sense if Milo killed Morbius. And now mm-hmm. Milo is the star of the yes. show. And that Milo would like to do villainous things. And I'd watch that sequel way faster. Uh, Let me. Can I just tangent real quick? Let me soapbox for like one minute. Sure. The reason thirty minutes on the clock. The reason this movie looks so bad. The reason that this movie and this movie looks atrocious. Like the bats, the flying, the jumping Mm -hmm. through the air. It looks so terrible. I love. You know what? Fuck you. I love the purple pink smoke that flies behind them for no reason okay that's delightfully well, bad just so audience uh just so listeners know mike watches all movies on a big on a wall at the rave that he's at so he's like <laughs> waving light so sticks and just tripping Ryan, hard director daniel espinoza said he based that off of pokemon is Dan- and that's why the colors were like that is director daniel espinoza in the room you're in right now blink yes once if- and he's whispering me and he was once married to lucifer's new wife chloe um, I recently learned that uh, the animation rights in Hollywood are awful. Animation writers, animation doers, animators are not unionized. And so uh, all directors are forced to film everything, assuming that everything else will be done CGI later. And then the animate, because practical effects, people who do practical effects are unionized. Uh-huh. So they give all of this shit to... Uh, non-unionized people, animators, later to do all the CGI, and they say, hey, we we shot 40% of a movie. You do the rest of the 60%. You have to work 20 hours a day. You are not in the union. And that's until we get animator writers and animators in the union, we are only going to get trash that looks like this. This the, the, the only thing that was worse than the way that this movie looked was the script. This movie was fucking terrible. Green Lantern uh, was better than this. Part of why that happened also, though, is uh, Jared Leto said, I just did a movie with a lot of prosthetics, House of Gucci. What if I did a a crazy acting thing, all CGI, pretending like he, just like he walked out of the desert not knowing about COVID, he walked out of the desert not knowing about the last 20 years of film. What a cool guy. What a cool guy. Ryan, is there, if you had to pick a moment that you enjoyed, what would it be? Uh, My favorite moment was where he was like, I have the power of bats. I'm like... A Batman, not like DC's Batman, but like Marvel's Batman. I thought that was a good line. Uh, I like for no reason at all, in a way that we've not seen him do the rest of the movie. He hadoukened a swarm of bats <laughs> right at Milo. Uh, and that made me giggle. Uh, this movie is bad. Do not see it. It is weightless and a waste of everybody's time. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, our main event Young Justice. <laughs> This week on Young Justice, the team travels to the Phantom Zone to save Connor, but finds him under Zod's influence. 
Meanwhile, McGann, Superman, Aquaman, Forger, and Black Lightning contact Orion to boom tube their way into the Phantom Zone. The team gets their ass kicked in the zone, and young Zod takes out the older heroes on the outside. Tasty Ryan, I ask you this. How would you pitch this show to someone who hasn't watched it? Oh, my God, Mike. I, I finally wanted to talk about the details, the inner details of an episode of Young Justice Phantoms, but I can't. I took no notes about the inner details. All I wrote down is, like, what the fuck is this show? Why is this show so weird? Is this the weirdest, like, is this even a weirder cartoon than X has? And yes, it is. I think I love it. Oh, no, it's it's so amazing, but it's amazing in that way that, like, you put on whales to sing while you're doing yoga. Uh-huh. Not, like... That it's hard to pitch to friends. <laughs> sure. And... Uh, you have to experience it to get it? My friends don't do yoga, so it's just them listening to whale sounds, and... Okay, uh, they're freaks. They're gonna kill somebody. And look, my name is Ryan. I don't eat whale. Your name is Mike, and you don't eat whale. That's just how the two of us roll. But are you starting a rap? I was trying to, but you didn't pick up on it. Uh, it's so calming, and even in the most extreme confrontations, people are just like, well, this isn't good for either one of us. Are you sure you want it to go down this way? The other person's like, maybe I do. Maybe I don't. And I don't mean that to sound more confrontational. I'm generally, <laughs> genuinely thinking about what I would like to do right now. And the villain, the villain is like, please take your time. What if an entire cast was on Xanax? Is is the pitch of this show? But then interspersed and interrupted with bloody cartoon gore. <laughs> like Young Zod beats the fuck out of some people. Yeah. And I mean there's a scene at the end of this episode where a person is just ripped apart and bleeds out. Like when you gut a fish. Is that is that young Danny Cash, the box boy? <laughs> I just have him written down as Danny Dork. I don't know what his name is. The the also, and I think we've talked about this before, but I'm still stunned to where like so this show Superman's around, Batman's around. In theory, the or not in theory, this show started with Aqua Lad, Robin, uh, Ms. Martian, Speedy. Is the people who this follows now the amount of foragers we see? That Danny Chase, the box boy, is one of the main characters. Orion shows up fucking all the time. It is. Fuck you, you better know 80 years of DC lore to get the show. I will show up on your show, but I better ride a mother bucks. I, Orion is my favorite character. By far. Orion rules. He's such, a, he's, he's such a piece he's of shit. Like a, he's such a fucking... He, he's such he's a my dad owns a car dealership. He hates them. He hates the bad guys. He kind of hates everybody. Uh, I don't understand because we only get 22 minutes a week. Mm-hmm. And we have 44 plot lines. And <laughs> it just, it plays out like a soap opera in all of the best ways I can mean that. And none of the worst ways. So the worst ways would be like shoddy camera work. Right. And Vaseline covered lenses. And um, like plot lines that go crazy for no reason. This is like at the calmest level of every soap opera constantly. In mm-hmm. that, why don't you just vibe with this show and see what these characters are barely doing. While still a lot of them having amnesia. <laughs> yeah. And we're only look, one coconut falling on their heads away from everything being normal. Connor Kent can't really remember. He gets flashes of some real memories, some fake memories in the Phantom Zone. But he knows that he the one thing he remembers is that he would bow to Zod. So when a little girl who talks like this oh, says, man. no, here's the real truth. You got to come with me because I'm Phantom Girl. I love- he goes, no, <laughs> I'm going to go Neil to Zod again. Because Superman just pops out. Like this, this show is not afraid of that. Like they'll be like, we're going to focus on different characters. But Superman, like you said, Superman or Batman, they could show up. Superman comes down 
And somebody's like, Superman, this is Phantom Girl. And Superman's like, uh, hello, Phantom Girl. And Phantom Girl's like, hello, Superman. <laughs> and you could see Superman react like, oh, fuck. What the fuck? What the fuck is this girl? <laughs> that that was legit my favorite scene uh, in this, probably this season, because not only do we get Superman's real reaction, uh, we get a Martian saying, uh, uh, this is who in the style of your world calls herself Phantom Girl. Yes. Just like trying to be like, she could be named Jennifer. She's decided to be called Phantom Girl. This is your fault, Superman, that everybody has to do this dumb bullshit. Uh, you could just imagine like a pamphlet in front of them. They're like, or flipping through the pages of like a uh, American Idiots or Earth Idiots yellow pages. There's like Phantom Girl, I guess. If that's <laughs> okay. what you want to call each other, cool, Phantom Girl. And Superman, for some reason, is keeping the Legion uh, a secret. Yeah. And it says it at all, at all costs, no matter what. Superman, what are you talking about? I will tell you in the future, but I will not tell you now. They're trying to save his clone son and so many people that they all know and love. And he's like, don't fucking... And Black Lightning's like, you're holding shit back. He's like, you gotta trust me. Why, No, I I don't. And But have you tried this, though? Like, my wife found women's panties in my car the other day that were not hers. And I was like, I cannot tell you now, but you must trust me. I will tell you at some point in the future. It just works. <laughs> it is the saddest Superman I've seen in any. <laughs> He's so just like, Superman's hard. It's so hard to be Superman. But I don't get the vibe that I do from other soap operatic like things of like, oh, they're just, they're trying to like make cliffhangers and like no. make storylines happen. I, I buy it. I buy it from all of them. I buy that Superman does have a reason, and I buy that mm. the other people on the show are like, fuck him, man. He's so fed up. He thinks because he's Superman. <laughs> uh, well, no, this is the anti-cliffhanger show, because no matter how cliffhanger something might be, even if young Zod and Martian takes out Superman and every other big fucking superhero uh, and goes, now it's our turn, uh, the credits will still end over the quietest, for a very quiet show, the quietest moments you ever... This one was just a no teddy bear on a f- space throne. Nothing. But it's it's normally like Forge are doing Romeo and Juliet or other dumb people just being like, so did you uh, pack the kids peanut butter banana sandwiches? Oh yeah, I did remember <laughs> to do that. Um, it is... It's so... I, and, and I don't want to dig into this because it, it's just this weird fucking... <laughs> Who's the guy who made the Campbell soup in Marilyn Monroe? Andy Warhol. It's 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 Warholian and it's superhero. We'll have cartoon. this gigantic battle, and then it'll be like a garden, and we won't see who's in the garden. But then it'll be like uh, Batman saying, "Like, hey, Nightwing, I find that if you put the seeds in and then put dirt over the seeds, <laughs> and then a little bit of water, the tomatoes will grow to be a brighter red than they did before." Oh, uh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. If you read this guide, and then they just read something. <laughs> uh, so I don't want to dig into like the plot logistics, but they're like they're going to this planet with a red sun because Zod and his crew will come out. And they're like, well, they won't be powered. Aquaman, you stay here and watch things. Superman, you come with us. Why would you not switch that around then? Because <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman, we know is super strong. Why would you bring? Because Clark instantly gets on the planet and goes, oh, I'm weak now. I'm not going to help you guys at all. And they're like, that's fine. But it's not fine because they all get fucking taken out right away. I guess because of the first word of the title of the show. Young? Yeah. They're just going to do dumb things. Like, if you want storylines to continue longer than they already are, and I I don't watch a show that has storylines continuing longer than this shit. This is crazy to me. This show is fucking crazy. Then uh, you have young people be in charge, and then they just make stupid, long 
young decisions. Because the full title of the show is Young, Dumb, and Full of Cum Justice. (laughs) So they're not going to make good decisions. I'm going to change the title of this episode. Uh, Ryan, uh, we don't we didn't no, we don't do moments of the week. Who who's your favorite character? Who are you like? Yes, my favorite character is still Rocket because even though she didn't feature this much in this episode, and she might not for twelve to eighteen more episodes. That's how this show works. Um, just her trying to handle um, being divorced, like split custody <laughs> of her autistic kid, and then also being on the uh, Justice League or Young Justice is. So hilarious and engaging to me all at the same time. Uh, it started as a children's cartoon. <laughs> I'm not going to say Forager, Mike, and I know that's what you want me to say, but Forager, don't say Forager until Forager, Foragers. Uh, Any friend of Forager is a friend of Forager <laughs> is a real quote from this episode. Uh, but my other one is the, I want to say Green Lantern Turkey. Uh, okay, so he's the son of the Green Lantern Turkey that Young Zod right. killed last episode. And was rubbing it in his face without him knowing. And I like that Kilowog knew. Kilowog was that like, that guy's vibe was fucked up. Kilowog like, and I quote was like, uh, um, Tomar Ray, to- yes. Tomar or something. Uh, so this is Tomar Junior. He's like, so Tomar Junior is like, hold on, bud, uh, you can't go in here yet. Oh, we found that you have no cr- uh, criminal record, so I guess you're good. Do what you want, and uh, I really. Im- and then he says, "I really admire your dad. I hope you end up just like him." <laughs> you know what, Zor is, or uh, what's his name, Zod? Young Zod. Young Zod is my favorite character. That guy's a fucking yeah. badass. And I don't. He does villainous like, for the fucking thrill of it. He does seem like the okay. That's definitely the start of a rap. Villainous for the fucking thrill of it. I don't know the next line, but it's gonna be cool. Uh... He, we get more. You want me to put something in an envelope? I'm Manila. It. Oh, uh, we get him more consistently than anybody else. So yes, I'm also on his side now. And also, he fights people who talk like this for no reason. So I'm <laughs> now come with me, Superman. I'm Phantom Girl, and hey. I'll show you the legends of my treasure. Come with me. I'm going to pretend to be asleep when your friends come around. Hey, Mike. I know we're out of time. Did you watch that Willow trailer? I didn't. Oh, me neither. Is it good? Looking? <laughs> the clip I saw where it exists looked good. <laughs> the thumbnail looked pretty cool. Phantom Girl loves it. Phantom Girl's super into it. <laughs> you, you, I'm Phantom Girl. You sound like Phantom Stepfather. Who <laughs> Phantom Girl wants to stay away from. No. Are you not stuck in a couch? You smell like cigarettes. <laughs> we all smell like cigarettes here. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, uh, earlier on the break, you were talking about a website you wanted to... Yes. Great. And what was that again? Oh, uh, the website I want to create is called uh, stepmomease.com. And that is uh, just a bunch of videos and tools, utensils, and grease mm-hmm. that stepmoms can use to get out of places that they're stuck in. Are you so you've noticed the epidemic <laughs> that's going around? If you're a stepmom and you're stuck somewhere and you're like, "Shit, my stepson is ugly. I got to get out of here." Uh, I don't want to find out how big his cock is. Go to uh, stepmomease.com and you will find a, an assortment of things that you can get. Like oh, uh, like uh, you get uh, stepmom grease, 
which uh, gets you out of there lickety splickety. You could get a whole new, and this costs eight hundred dollars, but I think it's worth it. It's a washer and dryer set that has no wear that you can get stuck in. You cannot get stuck in this. <laughs> Actually, one. I think it's called a normal washer and dryer. <laughs> well, it's not like those old fangled washer and dryers that people keep getting stuck in. People just kept getting a stuck. Couch in it. with one solid cushion. So you can't get stuck in between them. Uh, a table where? How do you know so much about this? I'm I'm the back end. I've been giving the money to start it. Uh, Ryan, I th- I I'm such a big believer in this. People need to stop getting stuck in things and being. Let's be honest, R word by their stepsons. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I I don't trust you to handle this on your own. I think you're the idea man. The product is good. I believe in the product, but the website needs to look legit. That's why I want to send you to my friends at cybersprout.net. Uh, I, I, I'm totally down with that, Mike. I just do have... And they can totally build a website for me. I have one request. I just want to make sure What's that uh, everyone can go to this website except for my stepmom. <laughs> I legit don't know how to handle what you just said. Uh, well, good, because they have easy to edit fields and custom templates and drag-and-drop tools, and they'll handle all the security and maintenance so your stepmom can't get in the back and ruin it for everybody. There's backups, the speed optimization. So if you're a stepmom and you're stuck under the sink and you're on your phone because it is mobile ready, uh, speed optimize so you can get there quick and get it ordered directly to your house. Uh, they'll even migrate your website for free, Ryan, if for some reason hosts keep kicking you off where your server oh shit they just did it for like cyber sprout literally just did it for us oh shit they really did like we can Uh, talk about this legitimately talk about that online why are we talking about stepmommies uh some fucking dickhead stole your popfilter.com right from under our noses uh and so that's now why we are at popfilter.co uh it was a 12-hour turnaround but most of that tyler was sleeping I should, should I not say cybersprout.net was sleeping? And uh, it was probably, I'd say, two hours they migrated her entire fucking website to a new one. And that's why we are now at popfilter.co. Also, the person who stole your popfilter.com said, I will give it back to you guys for 99 cents. And we said, fuck Too you expensive. To and I said, I need six eggs, motherfucker. What are we going to do now? Go to cybersprout.net to get started. They are your partner for the digital world. And go to stepmommies.com. Stepmommies.net. Yeah, you know, you got it. You got it. I don't know what I'm if saying. If you're stuck in anything at all, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, every other show that came out this week. Ryan, it is time for the pull list. I don't know why I'm telling you this. Phil Torinos, it is time for the pull list, the part of the show where we cover every single other TV show that came out last week, based on comic book. Uh, Coming up first is The Flash. This week on The Flash, Barry is hit with a gamma cannon that gives him Benjamin Button disease. Meanwhile, Joe is trying to keep busy in retirement by tinkering, and Captain Singh says, yo, this is not your life. Taste Buds, I ask you this. How much can a guest director influence a show eight seasons in? I saw this. I saw this, and we're such fans. Like, if it wasn't for Greg, Katie Lotts would be in the Pot Filter Hall of Fame, right? Oh, he's a dumb fucking jackass. But he's just not. This on is for su- listeners of Movie of the Year. <laughs> he's not on Superhero. Uh, he gets a vote. Um, shouldn't. He shouldn't get a vote. <laughs> uh, but I, w- I mean, I'll put her in right now because based on what Let's she's meant it. to our last. 15 years of life yes like but on the other hand as talented as i think she is 
how much can a director of a show that's been going for this long really do? Ryan, I would. Oh wait, uh, before this tasty week, Mike, I ask you this: How much can a director of a show that's been going on for this long really do? Thank you for asking me that, Ryan. Before this week, I would tell you I don't think that much, especially when the director is just a friend of the other actors. Uh, we've been down on this show for years, so it's no mean feat when I tell you, Ryan, this is my favorite episode of The Flash in like the last six years. Wow. Even though the fact that it's not Benjamin Buttons, he's just aging faster. Benjamin Buttons aged backwards. Yes. So it's a... That's true. But it it was called The Curious Case of... No, I know. It's it's just, (laughs) they did a bad job with that. They did do a bad job with that. But you know what? If Cisco was still on the show, how many jokes would have been made about that? They just said one, and then they moved on. And you know how this show presses my buttons, but for it to press my Benjamin buttons, that's a bridge <laughs> too far. Do you know what's also crazy? There there was a lot of... Uh, I like how you images. say, uh, you know what's also crazy? As if I let you get to your first point, <laughs> where you now have no, it also. it's crazy that they press your Benjamin buttons. <laughs> and do you know what's also crazy? There were a lot of... Uh, uh, images of Barry looking old, some looking just old and gross, some looking old and hot, like he was some sort of Trivago man. Uh, none of them were from this episode because how they saved on makeup, Ryan, he was aging on the inside. Oh. And then he, like, at the end, started to get Reed Richards, and that's it. Like just his cholesterol went up a lot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, you're the insides of you are 100 years old and dying. But you still look like Barry Allen. Every 46-year-old man hears the word cholesterol for the first time in their <gasps> life. They're like, what's that? And then it kills them. LDL or HD dead. <laughs> uh, not only it was zippy, it was funny. Uh, I love Iris. I love uh, that actress. She was not on it, so they didn't get fucking bogged down in who's, who's lightning rod. Uh, even though she is trapped in the future for her health, Barry's still fucking just having fun with his friends. They're playing D and D, Ryan. So wait, is and it a lot of it? Is it just like a bachelor party? Like wives out of town. Here we go. It's time to yeah. get crazy and get old. It's a coat, but they get crazy. Is play bachelor, play play D and D, drink too much coffee. Uh, Joe is dealing with retirement, which means he's like tinkering and trying to fix Roombas. Uh, and Singh shows up, and I liked that actor a lot. He's just back, and he is super jealous that the new chief of police knows who Barry is. He's like, but you only met her like a month ago. And he's like, she figured out I was the Flash pretty quickly. He's like, I figured it out first. <laughs> like, There's just so many weird, fun things that I was like, oh, yeah. I liked the Flash for like the first three years it was on. And it just had that vibe. Yeah, it sounds uh, like you found a magical moment where they didn't realize, uh, 22 of these a year? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Katie Lots. That's the magic yeah. of Katie fucking Lots. Uh two moments a week I have for you, Ryan. Uh not just the room but tinkering. Uh one is heavy and stupid and fun. Uh Caitlin is not in most of this episode. And we find out when Caitlin's mom is looking for any she calls Barry and he's like, No, she said she was with you for the weekend, because this is how you track your thirty four year old friends. Uh she's at her apartment, as is her want. And she's working on the mirror gun that sent Iris into the mirror verse. It was a lot of their last season. Uh, to try to bring uh, a different version of Killer Frost back because Frost is dead, right? Uh, Barry says, no, you can't do that. And then sets his lightning power off and destroys not only all of her science and research, but her. she was just working in her apartment. He fucking burns her couch. He, like, he fucks up her whole just normal person's apartment that she's been working in. There's been a lot of... T- so I, I'm sorry, go ahead. 
I, I think Caitlin might be the bad guy for the rest of the season because of this dick move Barry just did. There's been a lot of talk about the original Top Gun recently and a revival uh-huh. in the talk of how Iceman was right uh-huh. and Maverick is the villain. Sure. Because the sequel is coming out. And yeah, that's Barry just like, man, you only fuck things up. If you weren't here, if you were taken out of the timeline, we could, the Flash team could have figured out all this stuff and handled so it. Much. Uh, but you come in and you do everything wrong. Yeah, he said, uh, it hasn't been good when I've messed with time, so you can't. And she said, but this isn't messing with time. And then he just lights her apartment on fire. Mm. That's a lot like the uh, Morbius brothers saying, I tried. Where are the Morbius brothers? I tried being Morbius. It didn't work for me. Uh, also, the, the super goofy intro when ba- it's so Silver Age, so comic book, where he's like, a, a guy on his cell phone's about to drive into a little lady. He picks her up and she tries to pay him with a butterscotch. He he gives somebody a coffee. If somebody's going to stick up the coffee shop. He puts a banana in their hand instead. It was so from from minute one, man. It was goofy and zippy, and I was like, I might like this episode, and I was right. Oh shit. The Flash is on Wednesdays on the CW. Don't listen to my enthusiasm. It probably will not be this good Well, just anymore. watch this one episode and don't watch any more. Watch this one episode. It was delightful. Coming up next is Fear the Walking Dead. On this week's episode of Fear the Walking Dead, the battle for the tower heats up, which <gasps> forces Alicia to bring the fight to Strand's door. Mike, I ask you this. All those years ago, when we watched the first season of FTWD, would it have made sense that seven years later the fight would be between Strand and Alicia? No. Those were the two last characters I would bet money on would still be on the but show. But weren't they the best performance uh, outside of Kim Dickens, who obviously rules, and outside of Johnny Depp Jr.? He was not the best performance He was in not. The beginning. Uh, once he got covered in blood and walked around, we went, this kid might have it. Uh, they were the best performers. Their characters just didn't make sense for a while. If Johnny Depp Jr. was still alive, would he be in a zombie trial with a zombie Amber Heard? <laughs> and people would make jokes that were off color and do not make sense and you don't know how to react to them. Yeah. Fear the Walking Dead Fear the Walking on <laughs> Sundays on AMC. <laughs> Next up is Riverdale. On this week's episode of Riverdale, Tabitha enlists Archie to help her just move all of Pops to a different location. The move is sabotaged when somebody keeps putting the restaurant back together. Is it Percival, <laughs> like everyone thinks it is? No, it's a group of Pops ghosts that will disappear if Pops is dismantled. The only solution is to dismantle it quickly and put the entire <laughs> diner... Mike, I'm trying to read here about a serious... Interrupt. No, this Sorry. is a serious episode of a serious show. What we have to do is do it faster. <laughs> That's the secret. The only solution is to dismantle it quickly and put the entire diner in Archie's gym so the ghosts stay alive. Plus, Jughead can delete things from people's brains, and Betty sees the evil glow around a new person from people's... uh, And Betty sees the evil glow around a new person. (laughs) Tasty Mike, I ask you the classic Riverdale situation. Where are we starting? Let's start with Jughead. So his powers are no longer that he can't hear. He now has a real power. Now he has a real power. He can read people's minds. And uh, Veronica decides to use that in... Something that is not unlike a Nightmare Alley blindfold. Let's get rich people in here and we will tell rich people about their shit. But Jughead actually has the power to read people's minds. Reggie knows that Veronica put a hit on her own father Uh and is going to blackmail her. So Veronica comes up with the idea, if you can see into people's minds, can you take things out of people's minds? And Jughead's like, absolutely not but I'll try it for sure. 
<laughs> and then just sits on a couch while Reggie and Veronica talk. And Reggie's like, you better pay me that money, or otherwise I'll tell people. And she's like, tell people what? And then Jughead goes like, <laughs> tell people what, Reggie? And he's like, I knew it before, but I don't know it now. You know what? That legit happens to me. So, <laughs> yeah, I feel empathy for Reggie. Jughead has the power of bourbon. <laughs> he pickles brains. All right, let's get to these ghosts. So uh, Tabitha's like, let's just move Pops out of Percival's way. And she can't move it. And then she's like, oh, I see. It's because there's a bunch of ghosts in my restaurant. And she sees the ghosts very clearly. But because she's going out with Jughead and his friends with Betty, Archie, and Veronica, she's like, I just see ghosts, man. You know what? Like, there's some ghosts, and I'm not even going to second guess it. And, like, I do love that about this show's new era where she's not even like, ah, ghosts. She's just like, those are ghosts, and I should listen to what they do. <laughs> I've, I've, all mine people are saying, like, critics are saying this show is done because they now have legit superpowers. Fuck you. I'm mad they didn't have superpowers yes. years ago. And they saw the writing on the wall written there probably by ghosts. And uh, ghosts? they were like, uh, People are getting tired. Let's just fucking do it, dude. And Tabitha, with the, Tabitha was not in the explosion that gave all the other characters right. superpowers. She just one day saw ghosts. What did the ghosts look like? How did they ghostify? It's folks? Force Ghosts. It's like uh, people from the fifties with blue Darn goo. From the fucking 50s. Yeah, like the blue glow around them. Yeah, it's fucking boomer nonsense all over again. <laughs> Ryan, do you have a moment of the week? Oh, I have so many, Mike. Um, <laughs> First of all, Betty can see a new evil person. Can you guess who that person is? Her mom. No. Betty sees evil with a glow around that person. Uh Uh-huh. And she walks past a mirror. (gasps) Because she has the serial killer gene. She does have the serial gene. M-A-G-A. That's the serial killer gene. Um, And then uh, there's another part where Archie's like, No, Tabitha, don't charge him. I'll pay for it with my chime card and then pulls a credit card out and puts it right in front of the camera. Wait, that's a real thing. That's not like the five seasons. Oh, is chime card a real thing? Was this an chime ad for cards, chime card? I think it was an ad because okay. it should be like the dime card. I, I was going to ask you why. So this episode was just a giant ad for the chime card. Brought to you by the chime card. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> uh, final moment of the week is Tabitha's like, hey, ghost, we got to get you out of here because... Um, Percival wants to destroy this building so he can put train tracks down and have a train come through. And one of the ghosts is like, train? Is it the ghost train? And it's like, hey, ghosts, <laughs> do we always have to be concerned with ghost shit? <laughs> like, there's other types of trains. No, it's not the, this one time. It's not the ghost train, ghost. Okay? There's other types of trains. That's Riverdale. That. All right, Riverdale is on Sundays on the CW. Next up is Heartstopper. On this we- what? On this week of the superhero show show in real life, Mike discovered that the hit Netflix show Heartstopper was based on a comic. So we're going to cover the entire thing next week. Mike, you excited? I the 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 the, the things I've heard, and by that I mean the memes I've seen. Uh, people fucking love this show, so I'm excited to watch. And in the in that this feels like in the vein of. Uh, what were the other offbeat Netflix comic shows? The good ones? Uh, the good ones. Oh, what like Raising called? Dion? No. Um, Richie Rich? No. Fuck, what were they called? They were they actually End of the Fucking the World. End of the Fucking World, thank you so much. And then the one with the chick from It. 
Uh, yep. I'm okay with this. Yep. I'm not okay with this. Those two. This feels like in that vibe. We're like, oh, this might be like a legit fun, good show. Not superheroes, what you're saying. The entire genre that you've dedicated your life to, you just want to get away from it for like five minutes. What if we... Just for five fucking yeah, minutes, five fucking and minutes. Five minutes this week means ten hours, Ryan, because I'm going to try to watch every single It's actually not. It's eight hours. It's, it's four hours. Oh, because they're half hours. Yeah. and, and oh, uh, how sweet it is. We thought it was ten episodes, you. but IMDb lies to you and... It's eight episodes, four hours. We're going to do it all oh, next week, Mike. We're doing it all next week. Also, I'm so excited. We had planned for next week to revisit Morbius and discuss it again. We're going to cancel nice. that. Thank God. And just watch Heartstopper. You know, I uh, I don't know if listeners will believe this, but I'm out of stuff to say about Morbius, <laughs> so I'm very glad. Well, that's because you only watched it one time. That's true. Maybe it would unfold itself, and we could talk about the ear gills. If we talked about it one more time, Heartstopper is on Netflix. We'll be talking about it next week. Your final thing in the pull list, Ryan. Uh, this is a comic book, Earth Prime Stargirl. The fourth issue of the Earth Prime series focuses on Stargirl. More specifically, it focuses on a Dugan family camping trip where Pat and Courtney go on a hike, meet an old villain named the Needle, and save some kids from a bear. Mike, this issue was written by James Robinson, the guy who repopularized Starman. He's also an acclaimed comic book writer in his own right and is a writer for the show. Was he able to elevate this issue over the other so far? Uh, the fact that he's written uh, comics for years and this character might be why this is the best issue that we've seen. Uh, I think there's some side issues, like some side stories in the other ones, but this was one story for the whole 40 pages. And uh, it wasn't too wordy. The, it, it zipped. I think that's such a major thing is that writers come in. If you're a writer of screenplays or novels or whatever, you're like, oh, I'll just type away. I'll just type, type, type a roo. And man, when you're a comic book reader and you turn that page mm-hmm. and it's full of words, you're like, fuck this. I don't want to read. I'm trying to read. A thing I like to say, Ryan, is comics are like jazz. It's about the words you don't write. You do like to say that. You do. And it's finally made sense right now today. And also, when you're reading comics, you like to sing jazz. When you're reading, you're just like... But yeah, I sort of fell for the needle immediately. I was like, I like this guy. There's a panel where he is climbing up the top of a bank. And Starman and who was Pat back in the day? What was the psychic? Stripesy. Stripesy are climbing up after him. And you can see on Needle, like, what the fuck am I doing, dude? I'm so fucked. I'm, like, I'm so children. screwed. <laughs> His frustration. I'm screwed, but I'm also annoyed because I'm fighting children. Uh, and, and yeah, the, the, the flash of going through Pat Dugan's history. Uh, you were on this team. And then you're on this team. What the fuck? Fuck, and I kept going up against you guys. And also, Pat, aren't you supposed to be 70? Oh, <laughs> that is going to be my moment of the week. We'll get into that later on. Uh, but also, it's it, it kept the Pat and Courtney bond. It, it, like, how do we continue to just write about the characters we want to write about and not deal with Mike or the mom? They just don't like hiking, so they don't come. Good. I'm, I'm Good. Anytime that uh, Mike can take a hike... I am super stoked well, for him. I'm also very impressed that they didn't write Mike in a New York accent. <laughs> it wasn't all extra G's and H's in words. At no point did he have to say, hey, I'm camping, but I have to deliver all these Brooklyn pizzas to Queens. <laughs> B- 
because they cut away too fast. You couldn't say it. That uh, would have been awesome, though, if they were already hiking over the hill and then in a tiny little <laughs> word box on the edge. And, and just I, what I have enjoyed about all of these comics is the here's things we can't do. Here's characters you haven't seen in a while. And for this one to just be like, it's a Pat and Courtney get to know each other even better. They're just in normie clothes, hiking, saving scouts. was so It was adorable. Yeah. And that the needle was not a bad guy. He was being like, hey, thanks, man. I met my wife. And also, you don't have the room. Like, you're not going to be allowed the leash to, like, give us Courtney and Pat drops or even Mike mm-hmm. drops or Courtney's mom drops. So Barbara. Barbara drops so give us the needle and i thought it was great and i thought that they instantly did the thing of like eh, maybe maybe there's no such thing as evil maybe like mm-hmm. we can tell that like something bad happened to them and i loved him because he was just he always talked in that way and he was very secure about he was very at once very insecure about the fact that he was right. the needle now he's very secure in the fact that that's all he was was the needle and i really liked that him him talking to Magog, who is clearly going to be the big bad of all the comics. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe there's another comic, because I feel like Magog just got fucking put on blast and defeated yeah. by the needle being like, all your dumb bullshit sucks. No, like, I've had a good life, dude. Do or do not. I don't fucking care. Oh, you're going to kill me? I'm old. I've lived. Fuck off. You're always going to be Magog. But eat shit. No matter what, man, it's issue four. You got to move the needle. How many more of these do you have? Should we keep going so you can get them all out? <laughs> I think I'm done. Stick a needle in my eye, Ryan. I did. Do you have one of the? I do want to mm-hmm. ask though: Is this a "Hey, prison is good for you" story? Because I'm so a cap sensitive. Yeah. This is like, you know, I was a bad person, and then I went to jail, and I got rehabilitated like in the American prison system. That this one individual went through a thing, not that the system was good. Okay. Okay. Because the system, Ryan, it's bad. Mm-hmm. All cops are bastards. All corn on the cops are bastards. <laughs> That's true, man. <laughs> Do you have a moment of the week? Uh, I guess my moment of the week is uh, the needle trying to help out when, with his powers when it's just a bear. And uh-huh. all he does is slightly annoy the bear. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go <laughs> grab these kids because, again, I'm the needle. My power is the uh-huh. needle. I'll use my human power of lifting children and <laughs> moving them out of the way. Uh, mine is the the needle who looks old as shit being like, you were a kid when we started fighting and I was 20. Why aren't you 70? And Pat being like, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> because in all the flashbacks, it looks like it's from the 20s. And they just the show has never even hinted that that is a thing. Is that now like a big question mark in the show? Do you think? like Is this a mystery? Or was it just like, look, Luke Wilson, you're so handsome. We have You're to so point handsome. it out. Uh, if the show deals with it, cool. If not, it's definitely mind canon. Uh, it's what what the old Nick Fury comic book Nick Fury had this. Yeah, uh, the aging serum. Yeah, you just got injected whatever. with a shot that like makes comic books work. <laughs> what a fun superpower! <laughs> uh, and yeah, in my head, that's now what Pat has, and that's why he looks exactly when he's fourteen. Which he is anytime he's in a red and white striped shirt, he looks like forty year old Pat Dugan. And when he's eighty years old, he looks like forty year old Pat oh, Dugan. Oh, but fifty year old Luke Wilson being like, What's up, guys? Something bad's going down and I love Nirvana. I lo- <laughs> that's my favorite Pat Dugan. 
Ah, uh, that is all the time we have. Earth Girl Prime, mm, Earth Prime Star Girl can be found on your local spinner rack. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time for X-Taz. Welcome to X-Taz Mania, bitch. Oh, the show so good. show covering the seminal and underrated Saturday morning soap opera or the early 90s X-Men, the animated series. It's been a hot minute, hasn't it? Yeah, we've been reading these Earth Prime comics, so... I like that this week we said, fuck it, Earth Prime. You are just part of the pull list. Now we are watching X-Men. I missed it, man. Do you know how much X-Men Evolution I've been watching? Because of these Earth Prime comics? So you are a junkie, then. You just have to oh, get yes. your fix in it's my at methadone. some point. But also, I've watched enough, Ryan, that it is now fucking bananas. Okay. What they're doing is crazy. Cool, Mike. Should we just use each other's names now? Like, don't say my name. Like, what the fuck is that? That's true. I use it once a year, and I'm sorry to get it out of the way so early. Yeah, so now you have to wait until 2023. Mike. Again. No, you did it twice. Well, I get to, because I'm not an abuser. I don't have an addiction. I, I'm addicted to Ryan. Stop. I'm afraid to say it. I'm Mike. I'm a Ryan-holic. Uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. What? Uh, Morph is back, and the X-Men are a combination of pumped slash worried about his mental state. Plus, Sentinels are back in the mix, and that's got everybody freaking out. That's what happened, Ryan. That's the the, the broad strokes. We start on Mirror Island. Moira McTaggart is testing Morph and trying to convince him not to go back to the X-Men. And uh, he does not take to that kindly. Hey, thank you for uh, uh, voicing, doing a voice on the X-Men cartoon. Uh, it, it's a big hit. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, it, it's a really easy job. All you have to know is that you're Moira and you're on Muir. So just keep saying <laughs> that you're Moira on Muir over and over again. We appreciate it. Thank you. And we just created a Radiohead song. Is that a compliment to us or an insult to Radiohead? Two things can be true. Mike Morph is back and uh, did not, through all this rehab, change his laugh. And I'm not saying that uh, <laughs> rehab has to be about changing laughter. Have you ever done that? Have you ever like purposefully said, I'm going to laugh different? My laugh sucks and I'm going to do it differently. Uh, yes. Uh, what's what, How would you describe my normal laughter these days? <sighs> so that's because as growing up, it was... <laughs> So I had so to you just were a like a normal human. evil pet to a villain. I was, I was Ernie, aka evil pet to a villain. So I had to go because that made people like me better. Well, and so like, was it an organic change? Like, did you have to really force it? I had to go to laugh rehab. Mm-hmm. I went to the laugh factory, which you would think would be so much more fun than it actually is. No, a no, lot no. of whips and chains. Uh, I was obviously devastated to find out that this was a morph episode it's it's a morph centric he's not just in it man it's it is morph's time to shine morphiocentric and um he is with moira and muir and <laughs> morph on muir island with Mura. morph is muir and morph and uh he's like hey moira i'm morph on muir <laughs> and i'm doing a really good job and she's like yes you are I can't believe it, but it's clearly possible. And then he's like, thank you for all your training. I think I'm ready to go back to the X-Men. <laughs> Are we serious, Morph? Like, you couldn't have dropped that shit? And you're like, wait, is he evil? No, look, his eyes aren't bagged and dark underneath. That's so true. Good morph. So much of it is about foundation. 
It's about yeah. using like he cucumbers at night. Remember how to night. do concealer. <laughs> uh, typical. Eight hundred million dollars on robots and the phones don't work. I don't remember what that's a reference to Ryan. That's just a thing I have written down. Uh, Xavier wakes up the X Men in the middle of the night with a emergency call, and they all sprint. And it's just a welcome home surprise party. Now, he doesn't get the surprise parties should be for the guest of honor, not for all the attendees. I would put my fucking adamantium claws right through <laughs> Professor X's eyebrows. We are the goddamn X-Men. We are constantly getting attacked. We are we can't sleep. We're we're like we only sit on the edge of our seats. Mm-hmm. And then you hit the fucking amber alert in the mansion. To have us all sprint, and they, like, I've never seen B sprint like that. Right. He was... He didn't even have time to quote Shakespeare or Foucault. <laughs> Beast was like, fuck bitches, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, just to get into a welcome back party. Just to eat fucking shitty store-bought ranch and vegetables. There's a big pile of celery, and that is it. J- yeah, not even carrots, not even cucumbers or tomatoes. Where are the carrots? It's just celery... And ranch mixed with peanut butter? Professor X, you should have told somebody so they could have helped you. And Storm is already in there. Well, no, Storm Storm runs in like faster than everybody else. What I love about this is she clearly they were all oh, like getting Jean's ready for bed. There. Storm is in like a bright green outfit. I think Storm was about to go clubbing and get down. <laughs> and she's just like, What the fuck is this shit? Because Gambit is gone. Did we know that Rogue and Gambit are on vacation? I, are they on a honeymoon? Gambit, Rogue, and Jubilee just aren't in this episode. And I love, again, a lesser show would have been like, I guess we have to say where these people are. And they're just like, nope. I fucking hope, and this does make sense, that Rogue and Gambit went on some uh, horny sex spree across Mexico and Jubilee like snuck into one of the trunks. <laughs> and it's just like, hey, I'm Jubilee. Oh, no. And because Rogue can't touch anybody, it's Gambit railing his way through Mexico City while Rogue just flicks the bean and watches. <laughs> Well, no, because every time she touches the bean, she gets the power of the bean. <laughs> I was going to go into a whole labyrinth style. What bean? The bean with the power. What power? The power of voodoo. Hoodoo. What? Oh, you power were going to go into that? Thanks for <laughs> thanks for not doing it. You know what? I held back and everybody should be happy for so. I would uh, No, but I would have killed. That would have been it for Professor X. Like, we're the fucking X-Men. You just tricked us out of bed. We're all going to kill you now. If I set an alarm and somebody wakes me up before that, I will kill them now. <laughs> and I'm not some sort of paramilitary super soldier. Is there an app where you can like sneak it onto somebody's phone and it makes sure to <laughs> set an alarm 15 minutes before every alarm they set? Uh, that app is called My Roommate When I Was 20. Oh, and he, man. I found out after a year of doing it, he purposely would set his alarm four minutes before mine to fuck with me. Wow. That's baller. <laughs> That's a mutant power. He wasn't a great person to live with. Um uh, I look, Morph walks in, and people are like, oh, we're pumped. And Scott is just like, oh, hey, Morph. Because Scott is very much like you. Where he's just like, fuck your laugh. Fuck your whole vibe. I don't want to deal with this shit. Scott, uh, look, man, normally I would be so angry because you said anybody was like me, and I'm super original, and nobody is like me. But there's like three or four moments of Scottiness in this episode that I take that as the highest of compliments. He's, yeah, he's very Ryan. Ryan is very Scotty. Uh, X Xavier starts to try to do a toast, and Gene's like, shut up. Let's watch the news. <laughs> All right. I know we should have stabbed Xavier, but if you're trying to give a toast and somebody says, shut up, let's watch the news, now you they get stabbed in the eyebrows. Also, Gene, you allegedly set up this entire party, because we know it wasn't Professor X doing it. 
and now what? you just want to cut to the news? <laughs> what does does her mind also have an antennae? And she's like, breaking news on Channel Five, probably. KCAL nine says we got to watch this now. Uh, there are new sentinels in town, and B says somebody created a material thin as cloth with a hundred times the strength of steel, and uh, more freaks out because they're like other oh, sentinels and goes through a thousand impressions, including strong guy, and freaks everybody out. Before only Scott was standoffish, and now everybody's like, "Oh, morph's not okay." I wrote down the strong guy. That's the only thing I took. I, I fucking love Guido, man, and I know that's that's Guido a weird rules. word for you to hear. That's a weird name for him to have. Guido. Guido. Because I'm a bit of a Guido. <laughs> I just hey um. This person's going to be named Strong Guy, the best superhero name of all time. But his real name will be a racial slayer. So does that does that make sense for everybody? Is that everybody cool is with that? Guido McWapface? Is that okay? Guido. Uh, so I have them all written down here, Mike. All of Morph's impressions that he does when he walks in. And so Roll it out. you said that you were going to do them all for us? Yeah. You, did, so you say it, I do it. Okay. So Morph went from Strong Guy uh, yeah. to Christopher Walken. The watch up your ass to Lady Gaga, to Professor Biden. Um, here's about history to Benjamin Franklin. I don't like the Orientals to Manuel Miranda. Do not lose your shot, brat. To Joey Votto, first baseman of the Cincinnati Reds. Hey guys, to Caitlin. Back to more. <laughs> that was absolutely incredible, Mike. I'm a bit of a morph myself. Mm-hmm. You, that's all you had. <laughs> They're gonna keep going. Do you want more? That's just one. no, no, no. I don't want morph. Uh, <laughs> so they sent out an X drone. Did they invent drones? They just sent out a little tiny plane to check out what the Sentinels are up to. Did the X Men do that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, is it possible for Professor X maybe to stop? Uh, headhunting teenagers and send them to danger <laughs> to their death. That'd be cool if he had drones instead of like saying, "Hey, Jubilee, what are you like a mall rat? Why don't you fucking get in this plane and die? <laughs> get in this plane. And what die. do you have? What, can you make firework water balloons? Why don't you get in this plane and die? <laughs> they are on a. Uh, they send in the drone, but then send in real people. Uh, it's Morph and Wolverine at it again. Morph finds a giant footprint and fucking spins out. He does. So, Mike, you've been in the army. Is this what it was like? Just Yeah, anytime see- you find a giant footprint, you're going <laughs> to fucking, fucking freak out. And it's man. a lot of PTSD, right? Especially if that footprint hit I'm sorry, Mike, once. don't laugh at it. Like, if you were crawling through the jungle of whatever war you were in and you saw a footprint that big, would you not freak the fuck out? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would do all the Morph impressions again. Uh, and Wolverine's like, hey, man, are you okay? And it... How dare Wolverine ask if he's okay? Worf said, Morph, not Worf. We're not in Star Trek. Morph says, don't baby me. Either I'm on the team or I'm not. And it just made me so happy for him and his sake and everybody else's sake that Jubilee's not there. Because <laughs> if he saw this 13-year-old doing fine on missions, he would freak out even harder. Which, to be fair, she has never done fine on missions. No, she really hasn't. She, she really she only ruins things. She has cheese fries. Uh Professor X then decides it's the perfect time to tell everybody, including the audience, uh, what the Sentinels are. He does the entire background of why they exist and who made them. Wild Storm cleans up the party. Can you imagine being <laughs> Aurora Monroe, goddess of weather? She was weather, a goddess once. <laughs> and you have to spend your time 
pulling thumbtacks out of the wall to remove banners that say "Welcome Home." Not the even "Welcome Home" morphs. It's not even personalized. Like they the, use it a lot. These are Party City brand party banners. How many individual pieces of browned celery she has to pick up? This is Storm's life now. Because Professor X said so. Uh, We cut to Master Mold just ahead, uh, getting sentinels to build him an indestructible body. And then he's like, I want everybody who fucking wronged us here. I want Trask, I want Gyrich, and I want the mutant who destroyed my body. Now, if you uh, haven't seen this episode recently, you might be thinking that Master Mold is just ahead of everyone else. No, no, no. There is no body. Master Mold is ahead, like some sort of like uh, Polyponesian uh, Easter rock Island. god, Easter Island rock god. And uh, if if you don't know that reference, he's uh, the Adam and his package, the synth punk band from Philly from the late '90s. The song "Just Ahead" about the woman who is only ahead has no body. He's kind of like that, but he is also just on the ground while the Sentinels <laughs> are all lined up in front of him. And all he can do is stare directly at their robot penises <laughs> while he addresses them. Just robo dicks. Nobody tilts his head up a little. Nobody. At, can you like, take Vincent a knee Sentinels? Off. Can you ask them to take a knee? So I'm not just staring what? at your fucking robot dicks. <laughs> None of them. All of Vincent D'Onofrio with a pig grabs his head to look at the sky for the first time. So they see the beauty of the stars. Or maybe one Sentinel go over and like put him, lift him up, put him above your head. They just leave this head on the ground to be like, lead us, leader. Uh, we cut back to the X-Men and Professor X is trying to talk to Morph and Morph's very upset. And Cyclops is like, hey, both of you shut the fuck up. Morph, you are not coming with us. You're going to freak out again, and nobody wants to see all your impressions. And Professor X is like, I don't know if that was the right choice, Scott, but uh, okay, I guess you are the team leader. And then Morph walks away, and he goes, oh, thank you. But like, Self-confidence at, is a delicate thing. At this point, as far as we know, the team is like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Robin Williams. Like, Is that the team <laughs> that you want to send in there? No. I would so it makes Batman sense for fucking situation. Scotty Sums to be like, hey, Morph, shut the f-. He straight up says, Shut the fuck up. Sit down. You're not going anywhere. They uh, Now we're getting the do-do-do-do-do-do. They're fighting all the Sentinels. They're flashing there. They're hunting where Gyrich. They're like, where are those guys? Uh, Morph takes Xavier's gun. He's trying to use it on the Sentinels. Beast has this giant bat cannon that he's blowing through Sentinels' chests. Uh, Wolverine tries to jump. He jumps crazy high to try to attack them and just doesn't make it. He falls right back down. I got to say, a severe lack of mutant powers in this episode. It's mostly just grab a gun, shoot some lasers. Grab a gun, shoot some lasers. When you're fighting a robot, why even use your powers? Uh, Morph and Logan have a quick moment where he's like, Logan, I froze. And Logan, who's, you know, a gruff asshole, uh, he just goes, oh, Morph. (laughs) Like, (laughs) he really cares for this little Robin Williams guy. And then he's like, hey, Morph, look at this. And then he puts his claw behind his back, and he shoots one down so it looks like his penis. He's like, my penis is a claw. And Morph is like, good one, Wolverine. And then Wolverine pulls the claw, and it's bloody. He's like, no, I just stabbed my dick. Does that make you feel better, Morph? Uh, they, they figure out they, they need to high, uh, find out where Gyrich and Trask are. And they're, they're arguing about who froze and who didn't froze. And Cyclops says, both of you shut up. I don't care what anybody did an hour ago. <laughs> and then he says, Morph's like, no, no, I can, I can come to this next mission. And Cyclops says, no, Morph, I, we need you to stay here. Cyclops, in very limited time, 
dominates this episode. And what, the Wolverine says, hey, Morpher, you all right? And Cyclops is like, who cares? <laughs> I don't give a shit about We're this guy. moving on. I shoot eye beams. Don't have time. I don't care. <laughs> we cut to a jungle where Gyrich and Trask are living like the fucking odd couple. Yeah, they're just on a Hawaiian beach just chilling. And, and in full fucking tourist regalia. They're in pith helmets. They're in jaunty little scarf around their necks. Uh, and we find out the Sentinels are trying to kill them as well. The X-Men didn't know that at first, right? Uh, the X-Men kill all the Sentinels but one, and it flies away at the humans. Uh, Morph is like, I'm going alone. Uh, and then they're, they're just, Master Mold is there, and he's like, a machine cannot be mad. Everything I do is right. Well, all the means are like, this fucking machine's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> Storm gets buried under rocks because that hasn't happened in three episodes. I, I swear so to God, all of the rocks hit Storm directly. Like an entire <laughs> roof caves in and all lands on Storm. She lands, like it all lands on her with one hand up. She starts <laughs> screaming. And well, for I one brief second, you can see X-Men looking at each other and rolling their eyes. Like they don't give a shit about claustrophobia. What I love is uh, she gets buried under rocks, and instead of getting bloody and bruised, she's just a little worried because she's claustrophobic <laughs> instead of being pulverized. And I'm not cla- claustrophobia is a real thing. I'm not saying that. Yes. I'm just saying that I think the X Men are tired of storm shit, and <laughs> just like they're tired of morph shit. Cyclops has no fucking. He has no chill. He has no time for anybody's little issues anymore. At one point, he says, "Does Storm have claustrophobia? Who cares?" <laughs> I don't care what anybody's trauma was from a child. Uh, <laughs> we're all fighting again. More sentinels. More fucking master mold on spider legs now. Just <laughs> rolling around as a head with legs. Which, uh, if you have that, like, if you uh, get those catalogs in the mail of like, cl- like adult school classes you can take during the summer. Sure. How to grow spider legs is probably one of the best ones because. It's only one we're taking. You don't want to ever regret, like, I should have taken that l- class where I like learned how to get spider legs. You want to already know how to do it so you can get out of any situation by growing spider legs. Out of your head. Out of your head, <laughs> yeah. crawling around. Uh, Morph does his second... Uh, Robin I'm Williams spaz out? A bunch of people. But this time it's all uh, recognizable people. With powers, though, Mike. Is this a real yes. thing? Well, he becomes Omega Red, and I'm like, oh, that's not going to help you. All you have is an accent until he just shoots tentacles out and starts killing people. But tentacles aren't the power the like juice, life sucking juice is. So he does just trip them. But I do think he has the power. So it's like Mystique doesn't have it. Changeling, who Morph was based on, doesn't have it. But Morph in this one, they're like, well, let's give him the powers. You're becoming from- Morph. You're you're shouting out names of mutants <laughs> and their powers at a Morph like rate. He goes from a Mega Red to Sasquatch to Angel, and then but he uh, has Sasquatch like strength. Yes. So that's a power. And then once Master Mode is on spider legs. Morph turns into Long Shot and uses Long Shot's luck power to dive through those spider legs, and then. He sees what we are, what we spend our entire lives waiting to see, which is like I live in a video game. I just need to look around. Oh, that stalactite, stalagmite. What's the one from the roof? Uh, let's say tight. Tight is uh, like glowing a little bit. I know, mm-hmm. I know, I can use that. That's how video games work. Stepped him right through his Robo Spider head, and then after being a hero, they want to hip hip hooray him, and he goes, "I'm not ready." And Wolverine, making light of both Morph's trauma and Storm's claustrophobia trauma, says, what, did that cave fall in on your head? 
Uh, Wolverine, thanks for being every boomer's dad. Thank you for creating the boomer generation of being every father of every boomer. They were all fine until Wolverine showed up. All right, that is the show. What? Uh, Ryan, let's... What? Uh, As far as, like, just an episode named Courage that does not have... It's not part one or part four. What an episode, man. Like, that was a lot. I loved it. Uh, All right, let's go with 90s. Most 90s moment. Uh, This is kind of a hacky one, but it's uh, Wolverine. Beast talks for three seconds, and Wolverine's like, put it in English, Beast. How would you say it if I understood English? Which, How many times has Wolverine had to say that to Beast? I'm hoping that this episode that I watched today is the last time I ever hear that quote-unquote joke. It will not be. Uh, mine was Strong Guy. I feel like he's so 90s. Guido? So many covers. No. Guido, Guido is... Guido is 2030, man. You don't even know him yet. (laughs) Okay, I guess that award goes to you. You think he's 2008, but that's because you're 2000 late. Oh! Ryan, we joke around a lot. Too far. Too far. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fucking too far. What is your gasp line, if not for the thing you just said to me? My my gasp line was uh, about three seconds into this episode, where Morph was like, hey, I'm rehabilitated. <laughs> and I gasped <laughs> that he still has that fucking laugh. Are we still have we still have to deal with this shit? Uh, mine is Master Multi Professor X when Professor X says, you're mad, when he says he's going to kill everybody and turn everybody in Sentinels. And his, a machine cannot be mad, Professor. And that is a human failing. And just so how catty that shit is. That, <gasps> that bitch. As he's attempting to commit genocide. Master yeah. Mold, you might be mad. <laughs> Powers. My power was uh, Morph's second Mutant-O-Rama, where I didn't know yes. he was capable of that, but uh, Omega Red Tentacles to Sasquatch Strength to Angel's Wings, or to Longshot, Angel's Wings, Longshot mm-hmm. Luck. Was that the... Yeah. I didn't know that he could do that, and so that was impressive. Uh, uh, that was mine as well, especially because he has been dead or not on the team when they met all those people. So his power of also watching the yeah show. he watches X Dads <laughs> and at least listens to this podcast. I have tried this. I uh, I don't I, I don't want to brag, but like I've been in fights and I have gone from uh, Mike somersaults to Cassie's car wheel <laughs> to Caitlin's jump kick to Greg's runaway home. So how'd you do? Uh, no, I fucking killed it. <laughs> I'm I'm the morph of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, LVP. My LVP is more if he's a fucking moron. I wish he was dead. I wish he had died in the, the second, first episode. Uh, that was the coolest thing that any show has ever done. They have gone back on it nine times. How so many, many How many morph episodes have we watched so far? Go. <gasps> oh, God. You know what wasn't a gasp moment? That morph <laughs> showed up. Morph came back. Uh, my LVP, this one, normally she's the MVP, but Storm did so little except get bared under She cleaned rocks. that fucking party up. <laughs> That's Blickety true. Splickety. She sucks. Uh, all right, MVP. Uh, two people are talking. The MVP says, "Both of you, shut up." <laughs> yes. One person <laughs> is a, is trying to explain their side of the story, and one person says, "Who cares? It's Cyclops." <laughs> that is, uh, he has real time Lee Jones at the end of the Fugitive Energy. I'm, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> I want it. <coughs> uh, we have the same MVP, so you get all the points, Ryan. That is all the time we have for not just Xtas. But the entire superhero show show. Good app. Ken. Yeah, I think a great app. There it felt like there's just like I wouldn't I wouldn't call it dead weight, but there's something uh, that's not here that felt just so much sleeker than It's like uh, when a boat loses its anchor and it just goes to sea. Yeah. 
now it can do whatever it and wants. Now we can just fucking can do fly into 360s. the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Benny Hanna's. <laughs> shrimp. Ryan, could you tell the lovely listeners about websites? Yeah, guys, the website is now called popfilter.co. So that is the website that you go to for all of our articles. I bet you were going to yourpopfilter.com saying, like, where's the goddamn articles? There's just farticles now at yourpopfilter.com. Popfilter.co is where the articles are. And, of course, all of our podcasts here at the Popfilter family, popfilter.co. While you're there, go to popfilter.co slash Amazon. That's how you get your new bookmark to all the things that you buy on Amazon. Or, you know what? Go to popfilter.co slash popfilter. We have a new Amazon only buy from there. We have used towels, <laughs> a shovel my dad owned. <laughs> just friends trying to clear out his garage. Or Amazon. So popfilter.co slash popfilter or popfilter.co slash Amazon. One more website, Mike. I'm so sorry to take up all of your time Please like this. Please keep talking about websites. Uh, but patreon.com slash your popfilter. Now you have to remember that the your is there. Uh, that is how you get so much secret shows. Like uh, tonight, me and Mike talked about the 10 summer movies you may not know about. But not the top ten. But yeah. not the top ten. <laughs> not your daddy's ten movies of the summer. Also, none of them relate to comic books or TV, so no. <laughs> fucking killed it They're on just that one. Movie as movies. Uh, and also you get secret shows about movie of the year. And uh not that this matters, but Unnatural Twenties have no secret shows on that Patreon. So They don't. Yeah. So you're What's on their Patreon? Patreon.com slash your pot filter. <laughs> Uh, speaking of all these shows that Rogers mentioned, you know you're listening to the Superior Show Show. Please rate, subscribe, review, tell a friend. Uh, that that really does help. T- legit, tell a friend. I guess legit do all the other stuff, but the one thing that actually matters is to get people to listen. Tell a friend, rate a friend, review a friend. <laughs> just go up to a friend and just rate them and review them. Mm, seven. <laughs> That's sexy. Smells little, but is a pretty good time. Smells little. <laughs> if you liked us but you wish there was some sort of i don't know reigning in presence you should check out movie of the year right now we're going through 1982 what will be the movie of the year for 1982 we'll find out in october i'd guess based on the rate we're going you should also check out if you miss cassie and caitlin any angels game or the unnatural 20s where they try to pretend they're still in their 20s while rolling a d20 uh right social media yeah, uh, please follow us on Twitter at Your Pop Filter and on Instagram at Your Pop Filter. That is a good way to get updated on all of not just the shows that we have, not the products that we create, the content that we create, but also the thoughts that we might have in the middle Full of the pooping. night. Like, <laughs> Mike, just to throw this out, why do my boogers smell like poop, but my poop smell like boogers? That feels like a classic late night. That is a pop filter tweet. It's actually crazy that that's been tweeted every. Four years from the pop filter Twitter. Well, that's a ghost. So oh, our feed is haunted. Ghost. Oh, so we didn't we didn't rebuild the feed fast enough. No, <laughs> no um, Mike. They had to get the restaurant down the street quick enough, or the ghost would die. I don't know why you argue with fucking logic. How fast is that? It's fast. They were like they, they. The ghost said the pops ghost said your plan is too slow. We're gonna rebuild the restaurant, and then Tabitha out loud to the like to Archie, but also sort of to the ghost. What if we did this faster? And the ghosts were like, <laughs> "We'll let them do oh, it." Oh shit! We couldn't stop that faster. <laughs> all right, that is everything from us. Uh, next week, uh, as aforementioned, we'll be covering all of Heartstopper. I'm very excited to watch. Fucking probably Shushy Sweeper, right? Probably Shushy Sweeper. We don't even know. Yeah, we've never I seen it. Shushy Sweeper all the memes. 
the probably Extaz, Superman and Lois comes back. Uh, the girls will probably come back. It'll be a good old time at the movies. And by at the movies, I mean at the superhero show show for Caitlin Cassie, Cassie, Caitlin Cassie, Mike. Mike.